You're listening to the Audacious Church Podcast. This message was recorded live at our Manchester campus. We know this is a great investment into your life. So tune in, listen up and stay focused. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com. You know, I know all around the church over the last 16 years, so many people have experienced so many great things in God. Many of you met your life's partner, got married, have got kids, all that made possible through meeting in the house of God. And uh, beyond that, dreams have been birthed, businesses started, and we've seen God do so many incredible things, which is an amazing, amazing thing. Not only are we now just here in one location, central Manchester, but how many of you know we have many locations as well? So joining us live right now are all of our locations. We have North Manchester, South Manchester, Chester, Cardiff, Sheffield, Geneva, and our online campus. So come on, can we welcome everybody who's coming in from afar? Good to have you with us, everybody. We love you, Audacious Church, in whatever location you find yourself. We're praying that God really blesses you in this season, that you discover that He's a miracle-working God, that He is the God who is the God of surprises. And we're really believing that in this next season of your life, in the next season of your local church campus and location, that you truly see great breakthrough, not just corporately, but also as individuals as well in Jesus' Name. Well, listen, for the last few weeks, you would have all got the vision brochure. I think you're sitting on it right now. It's to give you a chance to look into the vision of our church, where we're headed over the next 12 months and beyond. Thank you for taking that home and reading it. Thank you for praying into it. All the uh, lot of questions and answers there regarding the building here in Manchester Central. But beyond that, we continue to look for great facilities in all of our locations as well. I wanna give a shout out to everybody who's been on the Manchester mission this week. Nearly 250 people on mission hitting the streets of Manchester. And uh, good on you for your courage, old school, standing up on a box and sharing the Gospel. And to, to hear the, uh, the miracles, salvations, the amount of prayer that's been happening in our city has been brilliant. So thank you for that. And more light parties than ever before this weekend. So to all of our teams and volunteers in all of our locations for light parties. Can we thank everybody who's been a part of that as well? So good. Thank you so much for putting that on. All the way down to last night where the young adults had a hoedown, line dancing, etc. Was it good, Rafaro? Good time, excellent quality. And congratulations also to Manchester City in advance for whooping United 4-0 today in the name of Jesus. Amen. Wow, I, I, lost, I lost the crowd there. That's, uh, that's terrible. Quickly, in our Bibles, it says this in 2 Timothy 3 verse 5. It says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power. Now we haven't got time to look at the verses preceding and after that, because in a few moments time, we're gonna be taking our annual vision offering. We're gonna own it so that other people can have an impact, be impacted by the Gospel of Jesus Christ. But look at that phrase there. Paul talks about people who have a form of godliness, but deny the power. He's talking about two different things. He's saying that there's a form, a style, but there's also something else. And he calls it here, godliness. 
And what Paul is saying is that the essence of Christianity is not to live a better life or even to get to heaven. The essence of Christianity is to be more like Christ. And the fact is this, is we cannot be more like Christ in our own ability. To try it in our own strength and in our own ability is to have a form but miss the point. It's to have a form of religion, but something is still missing, which is why He says here is to having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. In other words, you're close, but something's missing. You know, I'm sure that in your life, you have a friend who's always either late or always losing their keys or something like that. And when they say they're gonna meet you at six, you know it's gonna be 6.45. When, when Pastor Mark is gonna come to meet you, Pastor Mark Foster, he always loses his keys. It's like a weekly thing in church. Where's my keys? And there's a sense where your friends who's always late or your friend who's always losing their keys, that when they tell you, sorry, I'm late, I lost my keys, you think to yourself, an English saying, they're running true to form. I wanna let you in on a secret that the key to life is not to live true to form, but live true to essence. Because Paul is saying here in 2 Timothy 3 that there's a difference between form and essence, a form of godliness and the essence of godliness, which is a power encounter with Jesus Christ. Two things, form and essence. Form and essence. The Bible word form is a word morphosis and it means fashion. Having a fashion of godliness. Now, one of the things about fashion is this, is that fashion comes and fashion goes. Over the last day or so, I've been looking at some images of the last 16 years of our church birthday celebration. And I've been looking at some of the fashion faux pas that we've had on stage. I mean, how skinny did our jeans actually get at one stage? I mean, there's some hairstyles, there's some clothing. Pastor Paul Reed would wear, and you think, really? Was that ever in fashion? Maybe not, I don't know. But what I do know is this, is that fashion changes. Fashion comes and fashion goes. There's almost, in a sense, no constant because morphosis, fashion, style is always changing. Paul is saying here, you can have a form, a style, but still miss the point. When my wife turned the big 4-0, we went with some friends to Dublin for the day. And at that time, she was still on her Australian passport. She hadn't been upgraded to British citizenship and therefore an increased IQ. I joke, I say that because she's home at sick. Oh no, she's watching online. Love you, babe. Hope you're feeling better today. She's, uh, amen. And, uh, and, and, and um, I don't wanna tell you which airline because I don't wanna be sued. So uh, we'll call it Brian Air, okay? Brian Air, we, we checked in at the desk. We walked through to the gate for the time of boarding and they wouldn't let my wife on the plane because at check-in, they didn't give some funny little stamp that meant she could fly into Manchester even though she had indefinite leave to remain. And so they would not let us on the plane. Our friends, or maybe not so much friends, left us at the gate we waved them away and we saw the Brian airplane pull away from the dock. We were so close, but we were so far. That's what Paul's saying here in 2 Timothy 3.5. You can be so close, you can have the form and the style and miss the point. 
Now the problem is this, is what happens when form and style changes? A moment ago, we did a song from 16 years ago. For some of you, it's timeless. For some of you, it's like, ooh, I don't like that at all. But here's the thing, right? If you connect into Audacious Church on form and style only, then what happens when the form and style changes? That's why Paul says that you need to go beyond form and style and connect with the essence. Essence means this, the intrinsic value, who you are. And our church, I want you to know that that as, as a church, even though we have style and form, that there is more than meets the eye to the style and form, that the key to calling this home and to owning the vision, the key is to connect with the essence of the house, the intrinsic value, why we exist and who we are, which is beyond morphosis, it's beyond style, it's essence. And I want you to know that the essence of Audacious Church, really it should be the essence of every church, is one thing and it's faith. Faith in Jesus Christ. That's the whole point. Because over the years, I've met people who've loved the style, but missed the point. They've loved something of the house, the way we've done things, whether it be community, small groups, the preaching, the worship, whatever it may be, but, but, but missed the point. And the point is faith in Jesus Christ, the connection with Jesus Christ. So let me tell you about faith for just a moment. The Bible says this about faith, the essence of the house, for we live by faith and not by sight. 2 Corinthians 5 verse seven. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse six, that without faith, it's impossible to please God. So beyond the, the, the screen and the stage and the, and the campuses and locations and, and all that we do, my question is this to you, is how is your faith in God going? Because faith should be the essence. Fashion changes, but we need constants in our life. The constant of every morning, the sun will rise. Genesis chapter 8, 22. That is a constant that we can rely on. We need our heartbeat to be constant. An irregular heartbeat is not a healthy thing. We need that constant. And I wanna suggest that in your life, when our style changes, when we do a song we like, you like, and a song you don't like, a sermon that you do like, and a sermon that you don't like, it's beyond like, it's about the essence, which is faith. Come on, everyone say faith. Faith in Jesus' Name. So quickly, a few things about faith. I'm gonna give you five things. Five things about faith. Number one, faith hears. Romans chapter 10, 17, faith comes by hearing the Word and hearing the Word of God. That's why friends, during the week, every day, take a moment to put down your phone, stop the doom scrolling, turn off the TV and get the book of books, the Bible, penned by the King of Kings and read what God has to say to you because faith comes by hearing the Word of God, hearing the Word of God. But not only does faith hear, but faith also speaks. There's a faith speak. There's almost a sense where, where do you speak like Audacious Church? What is that speech? It's, it's, a, it's a faith orientation. It's a recognition of the problems, yes, but it's understanding that when faith hears, 
Faith speaks. The Bible says in Proverbs 18, 21, that, that the power of life and death rests in the tongue. So what you speak, you create. When you speak, you speak life or you speak death. You speak life and death over yourself when you look in the mirror in the morning. You speak life or death over your business. You speak life or death over your family, over your career, over your mental health, over your bodily health. The Bible says faith comes by hearing and then faith speaks. The third thing that happens is this, is faith lives. The Bible says in Romans chapter 117, the righteous will live by faith. And certainly friends, as we come to our vision offering in a few moments time, as Pastor Paul comes in a moment to talk about the last sort of uh, 12 months of our church here in our Manchester Central campus. And before we go to all of our location and campus pastors, for you to hear the story of the last 12 months of where you are, it's important to know that faith lives. Faith has to live or it's not faith. As we take an offering in a moment's time for our vision together, our annual offering, it's easy to give a lump sum once a year. But I think God is more interested in the faith that lives on a day-to-day basis. Not a one-off act of generosity, but living the life of a generous person. Week in, week out, day in, day out. Faith hears, faith speaks, faith lives. And the fourth thing is this, is faith sows. The Bible says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever one sows, that you will also reap. Sometimes in our lives, sometimes, not all the time, because we know that bad stuff happens to good people all the time. But sometimes in our lives, one of the reasons why things are happening in our world is because of a seed that we've sown at another time. When you sow kindness, you reap kindness. When you sow forgiveness, you too will not be cancelled. When you sow an act of generosity, you will become a recipient of generosity, the Bible says, because faith hears, faith speaks, faith lives and faith sows. And the equation equals this. When we have done the hearing, the speaking, the living and the sowing, then faith sees. Faith sees in the natural. There's a moment in Jeremiah chapter one where God says to Jeremiah, Jeremiah, what do you see? And Jeremiah says, I see the bud or the shoot of an almond branch. And God says, you've seen correctly for I am watching over my Word to perform it in your life. Here's what I want you to see. Jeremiah saw in the natural, but he needed God to bring a commentary of what God was doing in the supernatural. And so when you begin to live this life of faith, a faith that begins to hear the Word of God, it speaks, it begins to live, it begins to sow, you begin to see in the natural and in the spiritual everything God would want to show you. And my prayer for you in this season, friends, in all of our locations, is that you would not just see in the natural, but that you would see in the supernatural, in the spiritual, in Jesus' Name. And just all across all of our locations, I want us to take a moment. I wanna pray for you right now. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, before our local campus pastors come to this moment, I wanna ask the Holy Spirit to lead you in this moment. 
in this moment of giving as we come around our vision offering, serving the vulnerable, expanding our reach and building a home based on everything that you've read in the vision brochure. I pray, Holy Spirit, would You come to this location here in Manchester? Go to our location in Wimslow, South Manchester and in Bury, North Manchester, to Chester and to Cardiff, to Sheffield, Geneva and to every person online in this moment. And truly, Lord, may we not just be a group of Christians in name and form only, but may we truly connect with the essence of a power encounter and personal relationship with Jesus Christ. May faith be something not that we visit once a year or just in difficult times, but may faith be something that truly is lived out in our day-to-day living, hearing, speaking, seeing and sowing, we pray. So the Lord, we in 16 years from now would be in a different space and a different place as individuals and as a church because in 2023, Audacious Church owned it. Help us to own the vision and own faith. Thank you for all you're doing. In Jesus' Name, Amen, Amen, Amen. Thank you for listening to this Audacious Podcast. For any more information, visit us online, audaciouschurch.com.